Lou and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. With the news yesterday that Biroflix is shutting up shop at the end of the month, there's now just one video rental store still operating at Albury Wodonga. Sam from Leading Pop Culture and Video in Liverpool Lane in Wodonga. You are the last man standing. Sam, good morning. We certainly are. <laughs> Sam, um, now, is it something that, as far as, um, oh, I, I can't kind of get my tongue around what I wanted to say. Is it is it something, one, that you've been doing since video days or are you fairly new to to this um, industry? Uh, no. So I've been there for 11 years. Um, I started there when I was 15 just as a teenager uh, doing my first job and I really fell in love with it over the following years and I ended up purchasing it around six and a half years ago. Yep. And... Um, yeah, just gotcha, kept gotcha. it going ever since then. So, Sam, who are your clientele? Like, what kind of people are getting DVD, DVDs? Now, I have to admit that I haven't for probably 10 oh. years, so I'm in the probably the majority, but there, there has to be a, a, a number of people that, um, that kind of require your services still, aren't there? Yeah, so it's surprisingly diverse. Um, obviously, a lot of our customers are um, senior citizens, Um Although we do have, yeah, it, it's just, um, sorry, my dog was just being annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, so seniors, yeah, we, we also, um, pe- people who, who, I mean, do you get people that just don't have streaming services gen- generally? or Absolutely. Yeah. And then we also have people that um, do have streaming services that when they've, decided there's absolutely nothing on there despite the hundreds of options available they'll still venture in and look for something else yeah yeah. and now as far as new releases go i'm guessing um that that you would be potentially people would be coming to get those on blu-ray or whatever yeah so a lot of people come in um mainly just for the new releases uh, especially now that you can get all your back catalog stuff essentially for next to nothing on your streaming services. So yeah. the new releases are one of the main things that keeps us going, which has sort of been tough um, since the start of COVID with the sort of decline in the amount of movies coming out through, you know, yeah, nobody's yeah. fault. It's just how it's been. And then you've got Disney as well, um, sending a lot of their stuff just straight to Disney+. Plus. Yep, yep. So that makes it a little bit tough. But um, but it's still on market yeah, there. You All right. you do. Yeah. Final question, Sam. Um, is 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 the economics of it? Does it still um, work for you? Will there still is there still room in this crazy modern world for one video store in Albury Wodonga to flourish in the in the next coming years? Yeah, so we're constantly reassessing um, where the video rentals at with our store. So now that. Um, we sort of diversified a few years ago and most yeah. of our business comes from selling collectibles like pop vinyls and yep. action figures and yeah, right. all that sort of stuff. So unfortunately, I believe it will get to a point where it probably won't be viable anymore, whether that's just from, you know, the continued decline or whether it does get to a point where other distributors follow the path of Disney and um, gotcha. start slowing down the... Um, 
their distribution of yeah. physical media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stay stay strong as long as you can because, uh, I mean, it's great to have at least, even if it's just one, it's great to have one at least that people can turn to if, if they need to. Absolutely. Well, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. You can find us in Liverpool Lane just off Stanley Street right next to our old shop. Beautiful, Great. and you've got loads of collectibles. I know they're huge at we the do. moment. We do. We've yeah. got yeah, awesome. pops and action figures, dolls, uh, homewares, you name it, we've got it. All right, Sam, from Leading Pop Culture and Video, thanks, mate. We put up a post um, yesterday on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, and I chose a photo of Movie Land, which is my favourite, and I asked the question... What was your favourite video store back in the day? Now, Branch, Sharon and Belinda agree with me that Movie Land on Townsend Street was the best. Yeah, but also, a couple of people were saying um, when it was on the corner, well, I'm guessing where the golf store is now. Yeah, I'm Ooh. trying to... Isn't it funny? I know that it moved. Like, yeah. I remember, because I lived in Albury for many years, and I, I know that it moved because I think it moved to a bigger store because it was massive. It was a big store. Uh, Alex and Di, uh, Video Easy Wodonga, uh, Connor... Uh, blockbuster at five at the five ways. The Remember five the blockbuster ways, yes. at the five ways, Lou. Uh, now, Ben, this is, this is quite interesting, Lou. Ben says this was a bloody brilliant place to work. He's talking about Movie Land, the picture I put up. Put yeah. up. And he's got remember having to adjust late fees for Lou and Matt regularly. Take I'm it thinking, easy, Ben. Hang on a second, that will be you, surely, oh, Luke. Oh, please, I don't think so. Well. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Nerily sums it up quite well on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border. She's just put, how it has changed so quickly. Scary, really, how far we have come. And that's so true because, to me, it just feels like the experience of going to a video store, it feels like just last year I went, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It just feels as, as yeah. it was part of life, just going into and a video store. And it's exciting and really fun part of life, like going there yeah. even on a Friday evening and, and I, I remember taking the kids and then them wandering around and choosing one, a video each and, yeah, then, yeah. and then us getting one, you know, it was yeah. really, it was fun. It's weird to think that that experience is just completely, even though it's been 10 years since I last I went to a video store, it doesn't feel like that. Game one of Origin tonight, back in its usual spot, only six months after the last State of Origin when the uh, team dubbed the worst Queensland side in history rolled New South Wales. Mm. Remember that, don't we, Lou? Oh, yeah, we certainly do. Uh, It's no longer in Melbourne, of course. It's from Townsville tonight, which is a bit of an unfair advantage to Queensland. But let's uh, get a preview from... Our local league legend, he played for four NRL clubs, won the best and fairest for the league in 1983. The one, the only, Mike Eden. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Matt. Is this like Christmas Day for you, Mike? I'm not talking to you, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) She's wearing a beanie. It's the maroon beanie. Because isn't it funny? It makes me laugh. Queenslanders, most Queenslanders would own a maroon beanie. Now... Honestly, you don't need a beanie in Queensland. Not in Townsville, that's no, for sure. No, you don't. But um, I reckon they'll be out in force regardless. Look, once again, New South Wales, if the game was played on paper and none of the ovals around Australia are yeah. made out of paper, New South Wales would win every week, every year, every game. But Queensland will probably no. win again tonight. It's just Oh, no, he's crazy. Oh, no, <laughs> he's, don't no, concede Mike. yet, Mike. No. That's no fun. Look, New South Wales have got the best players in the world. Yep. They've got a great coach. They've they've just Freddie should be Fittler. smashing it. And Queensland, to so their why? credit, they, they, why, why it is does it a pretty why? ordinary team. It's the intangible, isn't it? It's the, it's, oh, it's the passion. Yeah. 
It's that. I was just. About, I was going to say it's the heart, but it is. It's the passion for the game. Queenslanders and Western Australians don't want to be Australians. They just don't. They don't want to be part of us. They're not. They're they're not part of us, and they're passionate about it. And they just hate Sydney people, and they play that way. Fueled by hatred. Now, uh, (laughs) is it is it unfair that they get this advantage playing in Townsville, which is like the epicenter of rugby league for Queensland? It's really stupid. Since 1980, when it first started, every every year Queensland has two home games. New South Wales won the next year. New South Wales, two home games. Queensland have never, ever given up a home game to play in Melbourne, Adelaide or wherever it's been played. This is a New South Wales home game. So it's all about the bean counters at Moore Park, at the ARL and the NRL, wanting more money to play in Queensland. They've given $8 million to the game to play it there and Fitless would be screaming. Mike, are you sure it's got nothing to do with the whole COVID situation? Nothing at all. They could have played here. They could have played in Sydney. That's a good point. They could have played in Sydney. They could have played in Sydney. Yeah, well, that is a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. It just (laughs) shows shows how passionate and how smart the Queenslanders are to get a win every year. Yeah. I've never seen you so brittle and and a bit aggro about the situation. (laughs) And I agree with you because I'm sick of seeing Queensland win all the time as well. And, of course, you put your heart and soul... Into it as a proud New South you Welshman. Such a suck, and Townsville, Griffith. how far away from the border even? How far away is it, Lou? It's miles away. Look, I think it's fine. <laughs> All right, so who's got it? What's the score line, do you reckon? Oh, New South Wales should win by 18. They've got four <laughs> of the greatest players in the world at the yes. moment playing. You know, Mitchell and Travojevic in the centres. Well, yeah, they should rise. They should. I mean, they should exactly. rise to the occasion. If if they are that good, Mark, as you say oh, on paper, she's setting you up, Mark. They should. No, I'm just saying they should be able to rise to the occasion, regardless of what ground they're Look, playing at. I believe New South Wales will win. All right, but really, if you had a, a few dollars, put it on Munster to be the man of the Ooh, match. He yeah. is just a superstar, great Cameron character. Munster. Yes. Cameron Munster, number six for Queensland, yep. a, an old fashioned character. Loves his beers after the games, loves going out, yep. and he's an old-fashioned footballer. He was he great when he was here for Melbourne. You introduced me to him. What a top bloke. So, yes, yes uh, he, he's a great player. All right, there we go Look, then, Luke. May the best team, team win, I say. Luke, what do you say is going to be the result? I reckon um, it's going to be a smaller scoreline difference, but yes. I, still, I still think Queensland will get over the line. And I'm going for New South Wales by six. There we yeah, go. I was going to say right. Queensland go by the six, blues. so there you go. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow, Mike. Hopefully you'll be wearing your famous blue tie, and uh, and we'll find out. Well, he's in everything that. else blue at yeah. the moment. <laughs> it's Lou and Matt. Uh, game, you can listen on our listener app as well, by the way. Um, yeah, listen to the game L-A-S-T-N-R, tonight. That's L-A-S-T-N-R, and listen to a live stream f- straight from Townsville. It's Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. <laughs> Some details have leaked out about an ease of restrictions in Melbourne, which we're expecting now on Friday, but still no word on easing of restrictions here in regional Victoria uh, after that initial easing. Uh, We thought it would be a good idea to get the perspective of the independent federal member for Indi, Helen Haynes. Helen, good morning. Oh, good morning, Matt and Lou. How are you? Very well, thanks, Helen. Now, um, obviously, there has been some easing of restrictions here locally in Victoria, regional Victoria. Is there any word uh, on any further easing of the restrictions? 
No, uh, not not yet, Lou. So we'll all be waiting on uh, the premiers or the deputy premiers' press conferences. Is is the pattern? Um, but I haven't had any further update um, outside of what you've just discussed. Then that we are anticipating a change uh, for Melbourne on Friday, and and uh, certainly hope that uh, there'll be a change for regional Victoria too on those last remaining restrictions. Yeah. Now I'm sure that you give a feedback as everyone on a federal level would. I mean, is that feedback well received from the various state governments, I guess, around Australia, but specifically the Victorian government in this case? Yeah, look, Matt, um, I I work closely with the border commissioners, both the New South Wales and Victorian border commissioner, and speak um, frequently with my state colleagues. I guess the best example is um, when the whole state was shut down, um, I was pretty clear with the Victorian government that uh, that didn't seem appropriate for regional Victoria and really called for the opening up of regional Victoria. Now we achieved mostly that with uh, with some uh, restrictions that that prevailed, um, predominantly being that our, our gyms can't open and that we're wearing masks yeah, and, yeah. and so on. But um, let's hope that Friday that that will be re, um, yeah. rescinded too. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. All right, well, let's get on to some positive stuff then, shall we, Lou? Yeah, let's, because um, obviously uh, in the wake of the horrific bushfires that we had, that it seems so long ago now, but wasn't obviously that long ago, um, in um, 20, 2019, 2020, um, there's some great funding that's been um, given to those communities that were very badly affected to to fix up infrastructure that was um, that was burnt during those fires. And there's some really great stuff, isn't there, Helen? Oh, there there absolutely is, Lou. And um, huge congratulations to all the communities up in the Upper Murray and and in the Alpine regions who've worked so hard on uh, putting in grants to the to the uh, both the state and the federal government and 5.3 million dollars has come into the region just over the last couple of weeks uh 1.5 million being the headline for the construction of the Middle Valley Mountain Bike Park and I know there'll be lots of listeners out there who are keen mountain bikers this is going to be a ripper uh it really going to be a fantastic yeah. uh trail trails up there really uh looking forward to the construction of that and and they are shovel ready so they 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 getting ready to go on that one. Um, so that's great. There's been upgrades to lots of local halls and they're the places that people go uh, during a bushfire, so they're being upgraded. But more than that, they're also the places where there's fantastic local music played and events. And uh, I know there's some some great uh, country hall music coming up over the next few months, so that's really good yeah, news good. too. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I'm excited for the uh, water slide uh, on At the uh, yeah, in, me too. Isn't that great? It's yeah. such a fun water slide. My kids love that water slide. I, I bet you do too, Lou. Who hasn't been on that water oh, yeah. slide? I know. It's a ripper. Yeah. I know. So, one hundred and fifty grand for an upgrade—that that's going to be a hell of a water slide. It's going to be awesome. Now, this is round two as well. Are there any more rounds to go of the of yeah. the? Um, yeah, there is, Matt. Uh, yep. Yeah, so there's more to go, and um, they'll be uh, open a little bit later in the year. I think people have been working so hard on putting in applications, they probably need a little bit of a breather. <laughs> but the good thing here is that, you know, I know it, it, it does seem like a long time ago that we had those bushfires, but it's, it's oh, about, it's you know... It's not. It's about 18 months ago and there's still people in the Upper Murray living uh, yeah. in demountable homes. There's oh, no. still fences yes. that haven't been repaired. 
and the impact uh, on on people who were you know th- went through those horrific fires it takes a long time yeah, to recover absolutely. so i'm really really thrilled that this money is flowing through and uh, across across Indi, across my electorate uh, since this began um, we've had close to 80 million dollars in in uh, grants to individuals, to primary producers, awesome. to businesses yeah, and to projects so Brilliant. it's really good it yeah. really is Helen Haynes, independent member for Indi thank you so much, um, we'll talk to you again soon thanks Lou and Matt and uh, let's hope it uh, we can get some people up to the snow fields because it's going to be a bit of a dump of snow in the next few days. Absolutely. Sure. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Helen. Matt's Big Issue. Do you notice how I... Yeah, but yesterday was Lou and Matt's big issue. This is just Matt's big issue because I I know that you're not as obsessed about roadworks and stuff as I am. Definitely not. (laughs) So there's a lot of roadworks around at the moment, as we know. So, for example, the Wilson Street car park at the back here, the entry is blocked off. But that's not roadworks. Do you know why it's blocked off? There's a Don't tell me, Lou. There's more road... (laughs) Because that almost ruins my point. There's other road... You, you can tell me after uh, this. There's also <laughs> roadworks, Lou, at the roundabout on Elizabeth Mitchell Drive and Corrie's Road. Because well, I was driving down Corrie's oh, yeah, Road yeah, yesterday. Yeah, there is too, yes. And I went there and I had to sit there for ages. Now, here's what the, here's the issue Thaguna? I have. Why well, are you in Thaguna, Matt? I always just drive around. Here's the issue I have, Lou. Weirdo. Right? <laughs> Yes. And it goes to what you were just saying there about how the fact you knew what was going on yes. in the entry. Yes. What they should do is have one of those electronic boards to tell people why the roadworks are there. Because every time I roll up to it, I'm like, now what are they actually even doing here? And it makes me more aggravated. But if I knew, oh, we're doing work on the roundabout on drainage, I'd go, okay, that's that sounds pretty good. That's, Would you now? Yes, and... The entry to the Wilson Street car park, if it had one of the signs and it said, we're doing, what are they doing, Lou? They are doing another mural on the other side of the entrance to the car park where the beautiful butterfly mural on one side and they're doing another mural on the other side. I didn't know I saw the artist painting yesterday. Yeah, right. So it should have a sign there that says, artist painting, you can watch if you like. And I'd be (laughs) like, okay, that's awesome. Of course, that would make you get to your destination quicker. Do you understand my... You I know, get aggravated I, you easily. You know what? You do actually get aggravated very easily. You're very impatient. But look, and and fair enough. Can I just say though, you need to probably just there is information out there about what's going yeah, on. But not, you don't read stuff anyway. Yeah, Even if it was it, there, would you read it? Uh, well, I yeah. Would you though? Well, maybe they should have someone with a um, oh, like a, a megaphone, and yeah. they just. <laughs> Why are they doing it? It's, it's a great it's an idea. Extra person I think hired it's a new well. job for somebody. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Lou. That Megaphoning is what's going on. Big issue TikTok. It's, it's a great idea. Helen Haynes is going up next. Really it's good. Little, you're like a town crier. Um, our mate Wall, um, friend of the show, called up yesterday and said that we need a town crier. It's like this Imagine if you had a town crier announcing all of the roadworks <laughs> around Albury Wodonga. They'd be very busy. Probably so. <laughs> one of the busiest jobs around. I reckon. It's not a matter strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to get over to Corrie's Road now. <laughs> oh, man, this is screwing me up. Lou, you know how much I love the ancient Japanese poetry art of haikus? <gasps> I had no idea, Matt. I love haiku. <laughs> The structure, of course, of a haiku poem. Uh, five, five syllables, seven, five. first line, seven, yep. second line. 
Five, third line. Thank you. I've, I've put together a little haiku, Lou. Oh, who format? For me. Oh. Caffeine, I love you. Caffeine, you cause my heart pain. Caffeine, we must part. <laughs> <laughs> That's my haiku for That's today, Lou. That's beautiful. Thank you, Lou. A haiku to caffeine. Yeah. It's, it's killing me. <laughs> Have you cut it out yet? Oh, I've, I've, I've got down to a lower level. Have you? I yeah. got a large oh, coffee this bad, morning, Luke. speaking of it's caffeine. Really I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Nothing like a haiku a day, Lou. <laughs> See if I can do another one tomorrow. <laughs> News and Sport is coming up next.